What's your name, Am? Am. My name's Am. What's your name, Fee? My name's Fee. And Pete's on sound. And we have a live audience member today. We're not going to name her. Um, she's anonymous. She's anonymous, but if she wants to come onto the couch at any point... She can. She is welcome. <laughs> um, we want to make her feel safe and welcome in my house. Um, <laughs> I'm 24. You, we had your party. Oh my God, we had our party and we had the psychic and she was... Terrible. She wasn't good. People really... <laughs> oh, people, I know, Pete. She worked... <laughs> She, I thought she worked for the Dalai Lama, but I don't think she works for no, we paid any her, Dalai Lama. She was not $700. You paid her to stay later. So we paid her extra because not everybody got to get a reading. And I was like, you know what? It, she was like, I live in Woodstock. I like, I, I'll have to drive home. And I was like, oh, we'll just sleep over. So I invited the psychic to sleep over my house. The psychic slept paid at her, her house. Paid her not $650, but $1,000. You paid her a thousand dollars yeah it was a big mistake uh, i paid her a thousand dollars to give people who didn't even like their readings readings no I, you there know a what? lot of people who did like the reading yes though. i did not like my reading at all what did she tell you um i went in there and i sat down and she was like first of all she fucking takes your picture on photo booth like that's how the reading starts and it goes into it it must go into a database that just looks well, you up you know she's like psychic reading based on face.com and like she plugs it in and it tells her what your face is so she took my picture on photo booth and then i sat down and she's like mm. she's like reading my photo and she's like now, now let me just preface this with um whatever i say i'm just reading the energy of, of right now and like life has many rows is like a gps you know like you could take the road or not she said that to me too yeah I, that GPS. was i think her way of saying like what i'm allowed to th say things that are wrong and you can't be mad at me i think that's her, that was her covering her yeah. ass so then the first thing she says was she was like mm, help her healer help her healer <laughs> and i was like what and she's like you you work with kids i was like no i actually <laughs> hate kids um she was like i could see you being like a nurse or a therapist i was like should i just tell you what i do so you don't fuck up the rest of my eight minute reading and then she was like yeah and i was like i'm i do comedy she's like oh that makes sense that makes sense you're helping and healing comedy a lot kids same thing she, yeah she was like you're helping and healing a lot of people she's like that's actually surprising though because are you good with numbers and i was like yeah she's like were you really good at math in high school and i was like yeah well yeah i, I was like, yes. and she was like well that's surprising because you're not very creative I, i'm surprised <laughs> you do comedy you're not very creative and i was like oh okay no continue please i told her not to say anything negative well maybe it's not negative in her head and she was like yeah that's just so fun no but i mean people like you people really like you not so much because you're funny but um they they just you have a and i was like okay so now i'm not creative i'm not funny um and that was basically my whole reading. Well, and I walked out of there like, well, I guess I should go be. She was like, there's a part of you that kind of wants to be a scientist. And I was like, whoa, what was going on there? I don't she know. She told me that I was a belly dancer. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, she's like, I see you. You dance, don't you? And I was like, no, I don't. I you, mean, I like at the bar and bar mitzvahs. You were a good dancer, Fee. You could get down and dirty. Em, if she told you you weren't funny and she told me I was a belly dancer, I don't think that she's right. I don't think I was a belly... But then the whole rest of the night I was belly dancing. Yeah. Because I was like, she told me I was a belly dancer. And it made it come true. Yeah. She did tell me that I was going to move... She was like, I see you moving into New York City. And yeah. I was like, and she's like, I almost want to say LA. And I was like... No. And she was like, New York City. I was like, good. Yeah. But I had an hour reading, so she had a lot of time to mess up. She also wanted you to take pictures of anyone, like, if you wanted to talk about someone in specific. Yeah. And I I wanted to, like, know a little bit about my sister. I was like, yeah. just tell me a little bit about 
tell my sister, like, if we're ever going to move in together one day, like, I want to know if it's a good oh idea. Oh, my God. So I show her a picture of my sister, and I, she goes... I don't think it's a good idea. And she idea. goes, I don't like that picture. And I was <gasps> like, what? And she was like, no, that picture is deceptive. Show me another one. I show <gasps> her another picture. I told Gabby this already. Oh, my I God. show her another picture, and she was like... No, not that one either. So I show her three pictures. Is and then Gabby she, a deceiving bitch? Oh my God, I don't know. And then I was started to think about it. And then I was like, and then I showed her the last picture and she was just like, um, what do you want me to say about her? She said, what do you want me to say about her? I was like, I don't know, whatever you see. And she didn't say anything. Like she just kind of like stared at me and looked at me. And then she was like, and then I was like, okay, the reading is over. You have I guess, nothing to say. You told me to have a picture ready. You yeah, have nothing to say about it. That means she's either pissed dumb or Gabby's a witch. Gabby's deceptive. <laughs> Gabby's deceptive. Gabby's deceptive. She told me that she could see me being like Ellen. She's like, I could see you doing something like Ellen DeGeneres. Like, Did you open show. up and say anything? She was like, oh, no. Well, she was like, do you have any questions for me? Like towards the end of my reading? Because you told her to go longer with me. But like she literally, all she could say was like, yeah, I just, you've got good energy. Like everything's going to work out for you. Don't worry. Like kids, you're good with kids. Um, Maybe not your own kids. Maybe your niece and nephew. Oh, I was going to say maybe she was saying like you're going to have kids. No, she was just saying like you're great with kids. I was like, I ruined Santa for John's little brother. Like I am not good with kids. But then she was like, do you have anything you want to ask me? I was like, I guess so. And I was like two drinks in already two stiff precario drinks in yeah and i was like well i guess i have something i want to ask you i was like i kind of am in a place in my life right now because she was like how's it going with your career and i was like oh i kind of feel like i'm in this limbo like i'm not really sure how to label what i'm doing i don't know if i'm doing it right like you know just anybody who's creative or i guess (laughs) pretending they're not creative has anxieties of like am i what am i fucking up is this gonna work out whatever i was so i was like it's going okay i kind of feel like i'm in a limbo I, i i kind of am wondering like can you just tell me now that there's anything wrong with this like any insight if like i'm afraid that i'm gonna kind of just like become a wife and mother not that there's anything wrong with that but i feel like i'm gonna give up on my career and just like not my career oh, you were plateau. very honest with her even like, though you knew she wasn't good i know well, i was like well let me hear your thoughts Let's on this try. So i was like can you let me like where am i headed is my career gonna really remain my priority or am i gonna you know go into a more domestic family path and she was like well you know um i actually used to be an actress and Why was I was she like, saying oh, that? here we that's go. The psychic that's an actress? She was like, I used to be that an actress. And no, she was like, and you know, just so you know, like, I lived in the city too. And um, at one point, like, I moved in, I married and moved up to Woodstock, and I'm so happy. I'm so oh, happy. Married. No, she's, she's divorced. She said it was oh. her ex husband. But I was like, wait a minute. I'm asking me, I'm asking you about me, not about your regret for your decision because <laughs> she was she was totally being like yeah like you know those teachers who are like music teachers and like they didn't get their dreams to yeah. come true or whatever and she was like so it's okay it, whatever you do is okay i was like that's actually not what i asked you maybe she felt like she, like she already knew that you didn't like her and she was like now i feel like i need to open up a little bit well because i kept she kept looking at me going yeah yeah i don't know yeah and i was like all right yeah. That's it. I knew she was wrong and not good. No, I loved her, and it was a, such a fun thing you know, for the she, party. She cried to the guy that I was talking to and kept calling him beautiful. Really? She like literally cried, and she was like, you're so beautiful, and was crying in his face. And she was like, you're just such a kind spirit. I'm like, the psychic should not break down crying. That's, and he was like, no, Maybe it was very you. endearing and touching. I was like, 
That's not a good sign that the psychic's crying. Yeah, that's You're not crying? a good sign. The psychic should be able to handle the to energy. my guests? Come on. I, my mom has this one psychic she always <laughs> goes to. And so my mom is like the queen of psychics and whether or not they're bullshit or she not. She didn't like her. My mom went in for a reading and we were all waiting for my mom to come out. My mom comes out and she was like, thank you. And then like turned and looked at me and was like, no, she, as nope. soon as she walked out, I saw her and she was just like, she was like, no, absolutely no. not. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. But it, I, I like felt it the whole time because I was the first one to get the reading and I was like, fuck, shit, this isn't good. This isn't going to be good. But there were people who really liked no, her. No, but you know what? It doesn't matter how good she was. The point is that you provided entertainment at your party oh, and yeah. that rocked. Dalai Lama, um, I gave her a drunk... Um, review like she videotaped my review no well i really want her to send explain it to, to everyone where you found her i found her on gig finder gig finder.com gig <laughs> she didn't have any reviews but uh, she had a really, <laughs> she had a really good background i mean she how really do you know just, was it fake well i just trusted i had good faith about it and i wanted I wanted to try it, give it a try. No, she said some she things said, for some people that were pretty accurate. Some people really liked her. Like I, Juliana got a pretty good reading. She did. But I mean, some of the things that people were saying she said were like, that's pretty crazy. She said something. The our me. anonymous audience member came out crying from oh, her yeah. reading. So you thought she was good. <laughs> you oh, said her name. It's okay. We'll bleep it. Anonymous. Anonymous. Mm mm. Who's everyone? We have two listeners. <laughs> <laughs> two listeners? Anyway, um, you, I wanted to remind you of after at the end of the party, you came up to me right before I left and you were like, you were so drunk. I hope oh you remember God. this. You were like, I'm going to let everyone on Gufanti know what you did to me. <laughs> I'm going to let them all know what you did to me. You're gonna, I'm going to let you have it on Monday. I don't think anyone on Gufanti is going to judge you for what you did to me. Because I don't judge you at all. I think I was just so drunk that I needed to make you feel bad. Because at first I was like, no, just do whatever you want. Well, what did I do? Well, she... She went to see... You told see, me I planned it that way. You're like, is this what you planned the whole time? <laughs> Did I do this? I actually blacked out. Yeah. I totally blacked out. Emily went to see Will Ferrell on SNL. Do you blame her? Well... She met Will Ferrell. I did meet Will Ferrell. Well, so we... Me and John went to her party, <laughs> and it was a whole thing where I was like, you have to come to this party. Um, and then, <laughs> and we talked about it like the whole night before. Yeah. Well, kind of, <laughs> I was just like, I really wanted him to come with me to Sophie's party. Obviously I was like, you never really see my parents and like, it will, it'll be fun and blah, blah, blah. But then also Will Ferrell was on SNL. And so it worked out that like, we got to your party early enough that we were already there for four hours and John was like, you want to, do you want to go to the show? And I was like, yeah, I think I do absolutely want to do that. You had a reading where the woman told you you weren't creative. You're like, I think I want to go to the show. Yeah. Um, but then, so I went up to Sophia after making this whole thing about like, John's probably not going to come because he's going to go to see Will Ferrell. And I made this whole thing about it. And then I went up to Sophia and I was like, do you care if I go to Will Ferrell? <laughs> and Sophie looked at me and was like, no, no, of course, Em, go. Like, honestly, go. 
And then like five minutes later, she walks up to me. She goes, I didn't want you to go. I was putting on an act to be nice. And if you go, I'm going to be really mad at you, Em. John, you can go. Em, you cannot leave this house. The funny thing was that like the entire party, I didn't really talk to you. And then you were like, do you care if I go? And I was like, I was like, no, you can't go. Well, because it was your party. I know. I I was mingling with everyone, but my mom. In that moment, nothing made me matter. I know, but I also like knew it wasn't actually something that would affect you. But my mom didn't know that, and my mom was coming up to me. She was like, "Screw it, I'm just go. I don't like. You're not gonna actually not go. Oh my god, did your mom think I was actually mad? Because I put on a show in front of your parents. I know, but my mom was like, "You're gonna go, right? Like, go, get out of here. I'll get the Uber. Go." After the Celine Dion tickets, too, I have the I bought nerve. Sophia Celine Dion tickets for her We're birthday. We're seeing Celine Dion. Yes, that's your and birthday And when gift. Imperfections comes on, I don't know what I'm going to do. We're going to I'm going to lose it. We're going to Celine Dion concert. That is the best gift. I didn't even give you the proper response to it. But like, you know I'm what? I'm so excited. It's so weird when you get a gift. Like, it's, you just don't know how to react to it. Yeah. Like, no matter how excited I am, if someone buys me a vacation, anything... I just don't know how to react to a gift. Like, you can't be gracious enough. I agree completely, and that's why I usually like to give people gifts, and I'm like, open it later. I don't want you to open I, it for me. I do that, too. I did that to um, my brother's girlfriend. Not you. I mean, my brother's Car- Carolina. Yeah, the other girlfriend. Yeah, and she... The other girlfriend. The other <laughs> brother's girlfriend. <laughs> the other brother's girlfriend. He doesn't have another girlfriend, I promise. I'm so bad at this. Um, and she And I was just like, please open it at another time. I can't watch you do it. Yeah, I don't. It's the same thing to me as like, except for with you. But I even get this with you. If I show somebody like a song I'm working on, or like tell them about a joke or an idea I have, I hate it because they're always like, there's always this thing of like, you think you expect something more to happen out of the interaction, and they never give you what you want. And it's same with giving someone a gift. When I gave John tickets his first birthday, he opened his birthday card and it was tickets to they're on the fridge right now tickets to paris and london when he opened it like that's that the caliber of that gift is so large that he was literally like what <laughs> the f- what and Why? what the fuck what did you do like he literally couldn't process it well, i was I'll- like i was crying because i was like the whole time i had bought them and was preparing the card i was like picturing this movie moment of like oh, we're going but like he doesn't know that I'm planning on go- going away. He has no idea. And so when you open, I sent Sophia a screenshot of the tickets and she was like, Celine Dion. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And we were like drunk and it was like, but w- what- was my reaction good? It was good, but it was like, what more could you have done? We were drunk and in a crowd of people standing outside your bathroom. Like, no, that's the best gift I've ever received. I, I told you. Remember, that's I told the you, best gift I've ever received, and I never get to go to concerts. And I'm such a musical person. I love music. I like, know, and I never go to concerts. Why don't we go to concerts? We're going to Celine Dion. We're going to Celine Dion. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm very excited. Do you to think go to she's Celine gonna Dion. look like just as old as she does in the Imperfections video? Um, yeah. Did you see that interview she did with Gail King? No, I don't even know who Gail King is. Oh, wait. Talk. I have to pull it up. You're going to crack up, and I'll put it into the microphone. My friend Chloe, Pete, did you see when Chloe Trost posted it on her story? Oh, my God. And she, Chloe did an impression of it. I wish she, like, saved it. On live. Okay, Courage. Wait. Favorite song to perform live. Wait. Okay, Courage. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Favorite song on your playlist. Wait, I need to skip to the part when she says, describe your life in one word. 
I wasn't expecting her to look like She this. said her favorite show is Sheldon. Oh, she loves the and Big her Bang Theory. Is, yeah, her favorite, Young Sheldon. Wait. Favorite meal is hummus. So bad. Peanut butter. Oh, that's good. Peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly would be both bad. Peanut butter jelly. And put it on. But meal would be like probably baganoush, hummus, and Lebanese food. Oh. She's fucking crazy. Wait, now. Describe your life in one word. Perfect. Nice. Very nice. My life is perfect. Very nice. What? Hello. Wait, oh, Wait, she came up right after? Your phone knows what you like. Wait, Celine perfect. Wait. My life is perfect. Uh, Homes bubble gonush. I know, it's like, it's like EDM, like ethereal. Homes bubble gonush. Homes bubble gonush. My life is that, perfect. That was insane. That's Celine Dion. I, didn't, I don't think I ever like watched an interview with her and her personality. Now I have to. I know, I've never. I realized when Chloe posted that, I was like, I have never watched a Celine Dion interview. She's fucking crazy. Oh, she seems crazy. And now she's like post-grief. So she's like really Wait, lost it. Wait, why do it. we always talk, to, talk about her in the sense that she's post-grief? How long did she lose these people? How long ago was it that she lost these people? What, like two years ago? Pete, will you Google when Celine Dion's husband died? Post And I think her brother died in like the same week. She lost her husband and she's only like, uh, Did she I lost think her she's husband like and someone else in the same. No, she's 50. She looks like a carcass. In the same, no, she looks like a 90 year old woman, especially in her new. Oh, Renee. 20, January, 2016. So almost four years ago. Okay. But you know, I guess that's post grief. It's but she's like now she's coming back. She's uh, have you heard her song Courage? No, Courage, but that's her favorite one. Don't you dare fear me now. I don't know Courage. She's it's about how she's it takes courage because she's like I still want conversations when I come home. Like I still expect oh, to open the door really and see is. you there. Like she's grieving. Well, that's her. That was her husband. Yeah, but he was also twenty years older than her. So no, that's a that's a lot. That was fucked up. <laughs> You can't, Whatever. I mean, age is just a number. There's soy sauce on my carpet. Uh, a well, packet of soy sauce. Oh, I thought one... there was real soy sauce, and I was going to say you had a whole party, no. and you didn't get one thing on this carpet, but... But now I got soy but sauce. But now you got soy sauce. This is from the restaurant. John and I ordered those same mozzarella spring rolls yesterday. Which one is that? From Mamoya Sushi. Oh. <laughs> a little bit of Italian and Asian fusion. We love that. Thank you. Yeah. I did something really embarrassing the other night. What did well, you do? Well, it was okay. So you know how I blacked out on my birthday, right? Yeah. So um, the kid who I was talking to was like kind of talking to my dad the whole time, and like he doesn't drink or anything, and I got super drunk. So I was doing my belly dancing, my belly dancing the whole time, and then at the end of the night, everybody went to sleep. I go upstairs. He said that I went up into my room and I took my pants off, <laughs> and I was I took my ass and I was staring at him with a kissy face. And I was taking, I, I took my ass and I was just jiggling it while looking at him dead in the eye. <laughs> just looking at him dead in the eye. So hot. I thought, I mean, I knew exactly what it was because sometimes I'll be in my bed and I'll just be kind of like, like, you know, like when you just kind of like. Oh, I do it all the time. Like, or Especially if you look my at, breasts. Like if you look at, like when you look in the mirror, like, I don't know. But yeah, you I jiggle was, your, you, you take, you take the bit that sticks out and you go up and like down it. with it. He didn't like it. Well, screw him. But Gabby told me that she did something similar to me when she first met the guy she was talking to and she grabbed her boob. And he was like, you did this really weird thing last night where you grabbed your boob 
and you just kind of shook it like it was a torpedo and you looked at me dead in the eye <laughs> i was like it must be it it's must be something thing. that like we do in this yeah. family like, yeah what is that all about well, I a lot of the time sit on the couch and hold my breasts out like so that they become cones. What's up, Pete? So <laughs> I hold them out like sitting on the couch and I just lift them and just like sit there holding them and like kind of like alternating the weight like a scale. See, I'm when you when you do that, I think about Austin Powers when the girl takes her boobs like torpedoes and they start firing. That's I would love to have that. Power. That would be the coolest power in the world. It would be the absolute coolest. Power I mean, in the world. you do walk in every time I sleep over and like you come downstairs and Emily just has her boobs out. She's like, hey, Fee. <laughs> I sleep in just pants and I always have my shirt off when I'm home alone. My shirt is off, which is kind of weird because <laughs> like my boobs are big enough that it kind of hurts when I don't have a bra on, you know. But I walk around bra like all the time. Yesterday I was thinking when I was sitting on the couch, John and I watched like seven movies yesterday. Um, Pete, did you see um, Waves? Yeah. Oh my fucking God. What's Waves? We saw it last night and I was fucked up for the rest of the night. Yeah, me too. It was like the most emotional movie that we saw last night. We started the day with Finding Nemo and ended on Waves. Waves. But Finding Nemo itself is pretty heart-wrenching. We were both crying at the end. We were also hungover. But anyway. What is the end of Finding Nemo, Sharkbait Hoo Ha Ha? (laughs) (laughs) I thought of you when that scene happened. I know Dory gets lost. The fucking kid Darla, when she opens the door, is like, (laughs) they play like the psycho music and she's like, fishy. And I'm like, oh my God. That's not the end of Finding Nemo though, is it? No. Oh. He finds him. Oh, that's a good ending. And then like, tell all the fish to swim down swim down and like just keep swimming and i was like weeping i was like just keep swimming <laughs> and this Those is why movies you hit harder when control, you're depressed because you're crying like that yeah and finding nemo um so john and i were sitting on the couch and i had the thought while we were watching the movie i was like i'm in only pants and no shirt and john's like in a sweater and a robe like it's such role reversal like i always walk around with my shirt off and he's always clothed they're like in a row <laughs> and it's like such anyone it's like i'm I, the man he's the woman god well no i think i think i'm always naked in my own room but you live in your own apartment so it's easier to be naked i don't know i'm not talking about being naked it's about the it's fact not. that i only wear pants and i take my shirt off like a guy would and john's in a robe all the time like a woman would you're be. you're the daddy I really wanted you to react harder to that joke. You're the daddy. I'm sorry. I am, I am daddy. It is 2019. Roll gentle reversal is not funny anymore. No, it's just like it's. Everyone. I am daddy though. You're daddy. I saw King Princess this weekend. Oh, you love her. I have a I have a really big physical crush on her, but her personality to me. I mean, I didn't like. I was in the same. I was in the line for the bathroom with her. She, by the way, absolutely, I fucked me. I will hand to God. John saw it happen. Where too. were you sitting? Um, at a table. Oh, you didn't see them. You didn't. No, see we didn't go to yeah, the show. You didn't see them perform. No, but um, I was stalking King Princess's Instagram because the song "Hit the Back" I love so much. You know that song? No, 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 hit it back. I only knew her one her one song before you started playing her in my car the other day. What song? The the one that nineteen or fifty? Yeah, that's her most popular one. I think. Yeah, that's the only one I know. But hit the back. We've been listening to so much, and it's like this song, 
and I didn't really know much of her music before this song. And once I found out that she's gay and she's like singing it, it's like this pop, sexy anthem, like for girl to girl. It made the song like so much hotter to me. And I was like, this is such a good song. And then I started stalking her. But she's kind of like, she gives me vibe. I thought, first of all, that she was like British, 26, and like super alt. But she's 20. Oh, she is? And she was born in Brooklyn. And I'm like, oh no, I know exactly who you are now. And I started stalking her Instagram. And she's like, she seems like someone who would have like gone to NYU and like be in the super um, alt scene, I guess. Yeah. I you said- her personality did not match my first impression of her. And I was like really bummed out. And then I felt gross. I'm like, she's 20. I feel like she definitely knows how hot she is, too. She's so hot. She knows how hot she's she is. She's so hot. You know why? Because she looks like a boy. She, but like, she doesn't look totally like a boy. She yeah. like just dress. she dresses like. I don't know. She's just very hot. It's kind of like how you tried to convince me that Troy Sivan is hot. I think Troy Sivan is so hot. He looks like a woman. I know. And I love that. I love, but see, I love guys in makeup and I love like Adam Lambert was like my celebrity crush when he was on American Idol. Really? I thought he was the hottest thing. That's weird. It is a little weird. It's a little like messed up. Adam Lambert. I just, I like guys in like a smoky eye gets me i actually have started to develop a crush on dan levy from schitt's creek which one is that his the the, gay son well pansexual sorry he's pansexual he's really cute and like he's so he has so many moments of like he's very expressive he has so many moments on the show of like genuine like love and like cute moments and i'm like oh my god hold me yeah no he hold me he's attractive i think that in the beginning, I was like, absolutely not. But then, well, it was to watch hard his in the beginning of that show. It was hard to like, kind of like figure out. My nose ring just fell out. <laughs> my nose ring just fell out. Will it go back in? Well, this one is stuck in my nose for life. This one, I mean, it should go back in. I Has it ever come out before? Oh my god, not the ring. It's back in, isn't it? No, no, it's not. It just looks like it is. We'll just keep it there for. Oh now. my god, that like hurts my nose to watch. You know, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? I had to get a cat scan and I had this nose ring in and it like just, I, I can't get it out. Do you remember when you got it pierced with me in um, California? Is that where you got it done? I got this one pierced for the second time because I had one of those little um, curvy nose rings. And I they, wasn't with you. Yes, you were. It was me, you, and, and Austin. Was Brandon there? Because I was not No, on no, no. It wasn't Brandon. Because I already had this one pierced. Was it when we did mushrooms? Probably. We were out of it the entire time. I feel like I would remember going for a piercing with you. You got a I new got- nipple ring that day. Oh, I didn't get the nipple ring. I just wanted it. You wanted the nipple ring, but I yeah. got this re-pierced this day because mine kept falling out. And remember, my ear was hemorrhaging from the industrial. Yes. yes. Yeah, but this one they put like um like a little bar in it so that it doesn't come out, or like a little like a plate. So I have to like go to one of those special piercers to get it out. So I can't even like. Oh, that's what I have on my cartilage and on one of my ears. How are you feeling, Anonymous? Do you want to jump in or no? No pressure. Not yet. Okay. I feel brain dead today. You feel brain dead today? I feel brain dead today. I just went on a bender for two oh, days. Oh, yeah. My party is always like a weekend of just like pure drinking. Yeah. I'm trying to get over it. I felt pretty brain dead yesterday because I drank so much at your house and then came into the city and drank so much here. I know. Didn't go to bed till six in the morning. I was taking shots. I even oh like, God. where is that video that we took? Can you please pull that out? What I did was disgusting. What I did actually you do? 
put I don't know if I was trying to pop the champagne bottle in my mouth, but I I bit, Ouch, your teeth. I don't I don't think the cork was in it, but I just there's a video of me like putting the whole champagne bottle in my mouth and like chugging it and that just Which angle? There's two angles. Can I play on full sound? I mean, there's not much sound to be heard. You you opened it. You know when I get that demonic look in my eye? Oh my god! It like came in your mouth. It came in my mouth. Oh my god! What point was that at? I I see. That's the point. I I lost myself at that point. That's so funny. Oh my god! I wanted to stay. Like to, because Brooke just got there when I was about to leave. Oh, we're gonna have another one. Yeah, we'll have another gathering. Yeah, and then we went to brunch the next day. We went oh, that's to fun. Turning Point. No, not Turning Point. We went to um, what is it called? Project, Project to, Pub. Yeah, and the, the where's that? <laughs> it's in Somerville, and um, the food wasn't that good. The food at your party was amazing. The food was so the spanakopita. Good. Spanakopita was homemade. That was um that was amazing. I know, I actually ate, like, amazing. I ate like six of them I yesterday. Ate so much of it. Uh, yeah, I ca- I kept eating. You I'm just brought some in for me. I'm sorry. I would have loved it. I'm pretty sure that my mom gave it to Noelle, the cleaning lady. Oh, okay. Yeah, she gave it away. My John and my dad were talking for like two hours straight at your party one on one. I know, but the first hour was like a thousand percent about Trump. Oh. And it was I kept walking by and I was looking at Trump. I was like, Are you all right? He was like, No, yeah, it's good, it's good. Wow, that's not it's not a good conversation. No, I know. And I was like, please. I was like, Dad. And he was like, we're talking. We're talking to him. It's a conversation. And I was like, suddenly my dad has a New York accent. Um, oh, shit. But then he started telling John like his life story. Oh, that's nice. So I'm yeah. sure your dad loved that. Yeah, I'm sure he did, too. I was just like on edge the whole time because I was like, what is he saying? And yeah, that's what like is, how what are I they feel, both saying to well, each other? Well, that's how I feel about my dad talking. He just always tries to go into politics. Yeah. Trump talk. All the policies yeah. that he's doing that are going great. And I'm like, Dad, nobody wants to hear that's this. That's what my dad was saying to John, too. He was like, you don't have to like the guy, but his policy. My dad like, thought that oh. my dad thought on my birthday that him and your dad should come in and talk about politics. They want to come on the podcast. Really bad. Our, well, I didn't run it the by my dad. off. Oh, um, I didn't run it by my dad. I honestly think my dad would come on if we ask him. Oh, he definitely would. Would you want to have my dad on? I would on? love to have your dad on. I think my da- having my dad on, is it recorded? Will you just hit record? We just have to hit record. I think having my dad on would be such a good episode. It would be his episode. We'd just name it Craig's episode. Yeah, and we wouldn't have to say anything. We'd just sit here. That would be the easiest episode we've ever recorded. Yeah, because he'll do 95% of the talking. That's my conversations with my dad. I'm just listening, going, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I, yeah. That's, that's my, always that's, what it is. that's my conversations with my dad, too. My, our dads can definitely talk. Oh, they can definitely talk. Yes. I know that, too. When I start talking to your dad, I'm like, how much time do I have? Same with my dad, though. That's why my dad always gets mad at me because I don't call him en- enough. All right. I, I call him once in a while. But the reason why is because every time I get on the phone with him, I can't get off. I can't get off the phone. I'll, one, a couple See, times. You're a lot nicer than I am because I would just, I simply hang up. You called me on my birthday and I was on the phone with my dad and my sister was like, did you just hang up on daddy? I was like, yeah, I did. Oh my God. Just, sometimes they'll keep going. But like, I. Does that mean? 
I'll call my dad on a coffee break from work, and he'll be like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm just grabbing a quick coffee. I just thought I'd call and say hi, you know, like just calling." And he's like, and then he starts going into a whole thing, and I'm like. I'm standing outside my office for 20 minutes. I'm like, Dad, I really don't want to cut you off because, like, I always feel like he's gonna get sad if Aww. I like cut him off. And I'm like, I really don't want to cut you off, but I gotta, I have to go back to work. And he's like, Oh no, no, no. yeah, yeah, it's okay. And I'm like, Okay, Aww. bye. But you're nice that you care so much. I know, but then I'm like, that's why I don't call you a lot because I can't get. I would like to be able to call you and be like, What's up? And it's like a, a five minute phone call of true back and forth. Or maybe 10, and then that's it. But I truly, like, if I want to call my dad tonight, I have to get ready to sacrifice an hour of my evening. Oh, you can't just be like, listen, I'm, I'm done. I got to go to bed. It's hard to get a word in. No, but it's not even, listen, I'm done. I want to go to bed. It's like, why can't the standard for our phone calls just be like, what's up? Nothing much. Just call and say hi. Yeah, so I'll probably come home on Wednesday at like blah, blah, blah. Okay, great. I don't know why I'm such a bitch right now. Am I being an absolute I, wicked cunt? Oh my cunt? god, I think I'm being a wicked cunt. Why? I, was like, I just hang up on my dad. Now I'm feeling bad because you're like, no, I'll listen to my dad for an hour. I'll plan an hour of my time. I'm like, I will just hang up the you phone. You live at home. That's not fair. That's so true. You already do the due diligence of being there all the time. Yeah, but like... It's different. I don't, I don't, I yeah. only see them when I see them and I only go, I, I have such a hard time with parental relationships at this age because... Like, I can really get so sad thinking about, like, oh, my God. It, it, hopefully I have kids. Like, hopefully I'm in good enough health to have kids because I want them so bad. And then, I like, once my kids, like, grow up and move out, like, I don't do that to me. Like, stay, like so the idea that my parents are, like, but my dad and I talk about this all the time. And he's, like, well, you're you're 23. You've got a lot of other things going on. Like, I always feel so bad that I'm like number one on his list of thoughts for the day. But like, I've got all this other shit going on. And like, I want to give him my time and energy. Like, oh my I, God, and you do. I do, but like, it's, I just get sad because it's like, that's just the circle of life. Like, you grow up and you move out of the house. And like, I want to, I wish, like, it kind of makes me sad thinking, like, oh my God, I. I mean, this is so obvious, but when I really think about it, like, I'm never going to live at home again. Yeah, that's true. Like, you know how you kind of, like, at least for me, I, like, graduated college. You just kind of assume. And then when, like, there's, like, always, like, a break or something when you go back home. But it's, like, I haven't lived at home since high school. Yeah, but that's, like, that's what just growing so up and having, like, a, a relationship with your parents is when you grow up. You're just more independent from them. I know. I guess it's just, like, I can really get into, like, a nostalgic, sad headspace of, like, oh, my God, I'm not a kid. Like, my mom and dad are not my, like, mom and dad anymore. They're, like, my parents that I see when I see. It's just, like, a weird, it's a crazy weird thing to, like, think about because it's, like, I feel like from 20 to 20, I don't know, like, you get into this weird limbo with your parents where I'm not quite, like, I'm married and, like, it, like it's not quite, like, adult, but I'm not dependent on them anymore, really, and, like... It's just weird because I still feel like I'm a teenager and it's my mom and dad who I like report to, but like I don't. Yeah, we're kind of like opposite in that sense too. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm living at home and they're just like my parents and I see them all the time and I'm just ready to like, I'm ready to have more of the relationship that you have with your parents. I know, but I kind of envy what you have a little bit because... Oh, no, you don't, Em. 
Come on. Well, I don't know. I wish I wish it was easier for me to like hang out with them more convenient like it's always such a thing to go home to new jersey and maybe it's not but like i have a hard fucking time feeling like i have holes in my schedule for friends like i like who are in the city like conversations with your parents are a lot better when you have more distance with them and then oh yeah you appreciate it so much more when you get to see them that's why your conversation on the phone with your dad is like so mean you're like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna put this time in and i'm gonna listen yeah i'm like i'm gonna hang up because i'm gonna see you in an hour yeah you know yeah i guess so maybe i get well john's parents are in and out of the city a lot so he sees them and i see them a good amount so it's like i feel like i see them more than that well no, no no i just look at that and i'm like that's cool like your parents are kind of close kind of not like they're still in like your radar of your daily routine almost but like yeah it's weird to acknowledge out like that my parents are kind of like not in the main road of my life anymore i'm like just realizing that now yeah does that make sense do i sound like a total idiot no you don't sound like an idiot at all i think it's totally healthy though I don't know. I think it's yeah. healthy. I think it's just like I can easily get sad and nostalgic about it. I'm like, oh, my God, this is like one of those moments where you're like, uh, whoa, I'm not because ever since I turned like 16, I felt like I'm still 16. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I always feel like I'm six, 18, whatever. And it's one of those moments where you're like, well, I'm not Jesus. I'm not. No, I'm like an adult now. They raised me and now I'm my own person. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I'm rambling. What depressed? Depressed about the ticket. Oh, Sophia got a ticket. Got a ticket. Well, you can't. My second ticket. Don't park on a road that has yellow lines. I know. Don't do that. Well, it had a meter. only side street. It had a big fat meter right in front of your car. Right in front of my car, and I didn't even see it. And now Man. I just spent a thousand dollars on the on psychic. psychic. <laughs> I'm really running low. My bank account's getting drained. Mm. I basically paid for a psychic for 24 hours. Because oh I decided God. to invite her to stay. I can't believe and she's all she in house. Left, I know. And all she left me with was a piece of Palo Santo to cleanse my area. I was like, I need like a like fucking jade. Did she like to get me shower there? No, I don't think so. But my mom said Did she, she was, leave early. My in the morning? mom said she was walking around the house and she was like, really like she was like, I'm just going to go in this room. I'm just going to go in this room. And she was like, she was like, I don't know if she was taking anything, what she was doing. I can't believe you let I her got a gig finder psychic and invited her to sleep over. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, honestly, like I said before, like people were so excited the entire time because of the psychic. I know. So good job on that. Thank like, you. Party Entertainment. Move. Entertainment. Yeah. I think we'll stick with the character. She told my dad that he is a musician. My retired <laughs> dentist father went in there and she was like, You're a singer. And he was like, what? And she was like, you you love music? Yeah, like you got to be a musician. She was off her mark with the Wilsons. She would, Did your dad ever play any instruments? Actually, Ryan got a really good reading. My dad used to play the trombone, and actually it was pretty funny because he picked John and I up from the... He picked me and John up from the train station and drove us right to your house. And in the car ride, he was telling us about this Queen show he just saw, like Bohemian Rhapsody show. 
um, live. And he was like, and him and my mom go to concerts like three times a month. Really? Like they go to so many fucking concerts. You wouldn't believe it. I've only been to one concert and it was Taylor Swift. Celine Dion was my first concert. Really? Mm -hmm. Wow. I remember the Taylor Swift concert you went to. Yeah. I made a big sign. Yeah. I remember that. She didn't even see it. And you got into a fight with Juliana. Oh yeah. Because we made the sign and then I stepped, I stepped on her shirt and, um, she already did it with paint. Yeah. And she pulled my hair to the Mm -hmm. ground. I'm thinking about moving in with her. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so she, oh, on the car ride over to your party, my dad was telling me and John, like, you know, if I ever get reincarnated, I hope I come back as a musician. Really? So he did say that on the way to the house, your house. I mean, that's a lot of work to see, see like 30 people and just like, just commit to being able to read their, like their futures. She said like, some things that were pretty on point. Like me. how I'm not funny or creative? I mean, <laughs> maybe, you, maybe you were feeling that way and she read it. I don't know. Well, it is a point of insecurity of mine, but isn't that everybody's? Yeah, like, I am I so. Am I good enough? Abundance of creativity affirmation. I'm do it abundance every day. Abundance of creativity. You have it. I have an abundance of creativity. Yeah, I do that yes. one every day. Are you excited for Thanksgiving? What are we thankful for? What are you thankful for? Um, uh, Oh, birth control. Oh, don't forget it. Are you going to stay on it? I guess so, huh? I'm starting a new pack tonight. Oh, really? John and I had so much sex yesterday. I can't go off of it. Oh, no. You (laughs) can't get pregnant. And you always let him come inside of you. Yeah. So you have to stay on it. Yeah. Yeah. I can't go off of it. You're not even going to try the parsley. No, no. It's just, you can't. No. Um, what am I thankful for this Thanksgiving? I am thankful for you. Um, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> thank you so much. I'm, I'm really thankful for you too. Yeah, I'm very thankful We have a really low-maintenance friendship. <laughs> and that's all I that can makes, ask for. It, but We don't... Know, say sorry. It. You, no, you go. <laughs> um, it's a low-maintenance friendship, but... All the maintenance that is required, I I am so ready to put in. Oh yeah, like I never ever am irritated by the work that it takes to maintain this friendship. No, and it doesn't take much, and that's why it's so easy. That's why it's so easy. Yeah. I'm thankful for Pete. I'm thankful for our listeners. Yes, I'm thankful our one for one listener, our one listener in the room who's anonymous. Um, I'm really thankful for my apartment. How's your landlord? I don't know. I've made a plan. I'm going to call her. Are you thankful for her? No. <laughs> I'm going to call her like after the new year and be like, hey, I just wanted to like check in and make sure everything's been all right. Nobody's been complaining. Like, I just wanted to see if you've like, you know, I, I wanted to check in with you because John is convinced that we're not going to get the lease renewed. Really? Yeah. He's like, well, we're not going to get renewed. She's going to kick us out. I don't think she can kick you out. I really don't think she can kick you out. She can just not renew the lease. She can absolutely just say, I'm not renewing your lease. Well, you don't want this haunted apartment anyway. Yes, I do. It's the best apartment I'll ever find. But until then, we're thankful for this apartment. I'm thankful for this apartment. What else are you thankful for? You know, I'm thankful for family. 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 I'm thankful for family. Yeah. I'm thankful for the job that I don't have that's waiting for me in my Mm -hmm. future. Uh Uh-huh. Do you think your next job will be in New York City? I've been really thinking about getting a waxing job in New York City. I really we think talked about this. you should move here. We did talk about it. Yeah. We went to Jacob's Pickles 
Uh, I've never been so sick in my life. On her birthday, after we recorded the podcast last Friday, and then we went to Jacob's Pickles and ate so much food, and then we came back here and sat outside in the car in my apartment for like an hour, just sitting in the car because we like couldn't leave each other. <laughs> and Sophia started playing Wicked show tunes, and oh, then I Rent. Loved that. Yeah, and we were singing the soundtrack to like every Broadway show for like an hour outside. I think I'm going to see Wicked soon with Brooke. You are. You should come. Wait, get. I want to come. We're, we're gonna do Wicked. Are you? We. You're gonna come Wait, too. Include me on the buying of those we tickets. Have to, I I saw Wicked such a long time ago. I need to see it again. Me too. I saw it in fifth grade. Wicked is one of those musicals that like really just makes you believe that life is like life is Broadway. Alphaba. Alpha. Alpha. Alphaba. Is it Alphaba or Alphaba? Alphaba. I want to see it again so bad. I do too. I love a good Broadway hey, play. Anonymous guest. What, do you want to give us a question for us to answer? Since we're we're feeling a little dry today, okay. think of a question for us and we'll answer it. Well, drink, you could think. drinking makes me brain dead. Drinking I makes. Say. I went to the gym this morning. I did work out today, and that was oh, the you one did? I did. I worked out because I ate like an insane amount last night, like Jacob's pickle status. Oh, that's remember we got yum. home from Jacob's pickles, and I was like, I've actually never eaten so much to the point where I had to make myself throw up because I was so uncomfortable. Well, you were saying every like two minutes how full you are. Yeah. And I was. I, I really could see in your face that you were super full, and I was like, "I hope she's okay." And then you weren't, and then you drove home. I drove all the way home. I was, I was kind of fine, and then I woke up in the middle of the night, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm either gonna throw up or I have to make myself throw up because I'm so." That is like the worst thing to. Do. I ate so much to the point where I thought I was gonna like topple over. I've I woken up in the middle of the pants. night from eating too much and like have to go throw up, or I just at least like wretch until I feel better. Oh my god! And then I go back upstairs. Yeah. Do you have a question for us? Not yet. Okay. Well, think of one. I would love... Give us a crazy question. Oh, a cuckoo cr- question. A cuckoo question. A cuckoo question. Um, anything in the world. Yeah, we'll both answer it. I'm looking at her zaddy hat, and I'm wondering, like, where the term Does your hat say zaddy? From? That's fun. While you think, I, I also watched Mrs. Doubtfire yesterday. Oh, my gosh. I haven't seen that in forever. How many movies did I watch yesterday? That, there we go. There's your question. That's that's we want yours to be way crazier than that. How many movies did I watch yesterday? I watched Mrs. Doubtfire in the morning, and then I watched Finding Nemo, and then we watched some, something else. Maybe that, and then just Waves. That's still three that's movies. That's a lot in one of movies. Day. I got AMC Stubbs. I got AMC A List. Pete, you have it right. It was really cool. Sam booked us tickets in an entourage. Oh, wow. And then you all go as an AMC A-list member. But it was a really depressing movie. Not depressed. It was like... What was it about? What? Yeah, we went to the movie. We saw it last night. It's about... It's about... I can't even tell you what it's about because I don't want to spoil anything. You Waves. Should, what? It's about a family. And it's like that... The fucking turning point in the middle of the movie, John and I both at the same time went, Oh, my God! Like when the thing happens and I was like, wait, they're just going to fucking do this in the middle of the movie. And there's a whole movie we have to watch after that. I have no clue. What yeah, this it's not is about. fun for you guys. What's your question? What about you? What about you scares oh, you the most? That's, that's a really, a really good that's question. That's a really, really good question. Do you want to go first? No, let me think about it for a good sec. I, what about me scares me the most? What about me scares me the most? Oh, I have, I have one. I actually heard this being talked about on another podcast the other day, and I was happy to hear it because I felt related to, I felt, you know, seen, 
or not seen, like they described something and I was like, I totally feel that way too. So I was listening to Mark Maron's podcast and his guest was Tony Hale. Do you know who that is? No. Arrested Development, Veep. I've heard of all those shows. Don't know it. Okay. You've probably seen them. Um, do you know who Tony Hale is? Is he Buster? Yeah, Buster. So fucking funny. And I love him. Um, so I was listening to that interview and he was talking about how, I forget what the context was, but he was talking about how growing up, he like kind of would copy a lot of people's personalities or habits because he was a younger sibling or something and like didn't feel like he knew like rather than making his own full personality and being rooted in his own ways he always kind of and him and mark were both saying they do this like you kind of when you like someone you pick up on a lot of their habits really easily because you're kind of like you liken to somebody and then you like take on their habits i don't know if i'm explaining it well they explained it really well but i often feel like well if you like someone you adopt their habits or i feel like there are i think everybody feels this way but i really do feel like i have versions of myself that i snap into depending on who i'm hanging out with and that i don't have one solid emily that like these are my morals these are my rules these are the lines i don't cross i kind of like change my like interests change like with different people like i would never go to the movies with you but I always go to, right we never go to the movies together we actually together. never go to the movies together but John and I oh, I'm such a movie person with John and with Pete and and Sam like we like go to the movies a lot well that, and like I would take that as like you adapt to things right yeah. whereas like um, Pete would go to the movies with or without me it's just something you like to do right and like I could vibe with like i don't know i feel like what am, what am i trying to say i, I i'm s like you change based on the person you're hanging out with yeah i had oh shut up I'll you take gotta it take that birth second. control your phone's screaming at you i adapt really well and hard to the people i surround myself with to the point where i feel like i don't really have a full grasp on like what my real interests and and the way i really want to spend my time is the only thing i like to do is read that that doesn't require being with someone else but everything else that i do sometimes i feel like is based off of another person rather than based off of me and that's the scariest thing about me because sometimes it makes me feel like i'm not my own person yeah it's kind of scary. I feel like I can relate to that too because people. I well, my mom's always told me that I change based on the per, the people that I hang out with. Like I'm always different. You know, like all my friends are pretty different. Like none of my friends get along. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was always friends with a bunch of different friend groups. Me too. You know. Me too. And, like, and people, I think, always said that about both of us. They're like, "Oh, Emily, like she's always changing her friends and she's always sitting at a different table." Yes, I was. I was. They called me a social climber. The social climber. Because I was. I would do anything to be popular. Still would. Yeah, but I. I feel like I'm a little bit of a people pleaser. Me too. And I'll say things just to like, you know. Yeah, but you have. You. But have... I think we could take it as like we're more. We adapt. Yeah. Right? That's a better way of looking at it. I know, but, well, I guess there's an argument to say that everybody has a little bit of that, but then I also feel like I know certain people, honestly, more men than women, 
that are pretty rooted in their interests, their habits, how they react to things. Like, I feel like I'm so malleable and like you could convince me of anything or you could convince me to do anything and I'll do it. You know, you know how many times like Austin made me do shit and like I would just do it. Well, but that's a different thing. Yeah, he was good at that, though. What scares you about you? I think that I get kind of like manic and I get really hyper and I start doing a bunch of different things at the same time and I try and figure out all these different tasks, but it makes me kind of reckless, like my driving and like I just kind of I'm focusing on a million different things at once and it my mind just gets really cluttered. Yeah. You know, I would want to say that's the Sag in you, but that's also, I think, your brain composition. Yeah. Like, I do think, um, I think it's awesome because you are always doing so much and you're always, whenever I'm with you and whenever I see you interact with other people, you're so alert and you give everybody everything and you go, go, go. Wow, that's so kind of you. Yeah. Well, I told you that before. I'm like, that's why you'd be a good psychiatrist or a therapist because truly... It's I I care about like three people in this world and what they have to say. Everybody else, I'm like just trying to get through their sentence. That's yeah. not true. That's so mean. But like you know no, what I mean. But you're a, you are most a great stories listener. I do not care about. But, but we you were, really care about other people's stories. We know we were having this conversation actually. Me, you, Pete at Owl's Tale, and we were talking about. I was like people like you know. There's some things that I just truly don't care about because you guys were giving me directions and trying to explain to me where oh, something yeah. was, and I was like, <laughs> you know what? I just really I can't even listen to this because I truly don't Pete, care. Pete and I were trying to explain to Sophia how amazing it is that the A train goes from 125th Street right to Columbus Circle. They couldn't believe it. That's amazing. That's like a 60-block jump in one stop. I and you were like, I don't care. And I was like, the conversation could have turned into a 20-minute conversation. We would have kept going. We were talking about trains and the subways. Anybody who's listening that lives in New York is like, I know! like Because it's pretty and amazing. I just checked out. I do... Only people that, yeah, I know. I I often talk about transit and people are like, shut up. I'm obsessed with knowing which subway car to get on so that my exit takes the least amount of time. Forget it. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that's like just really that and just like. Mania. Mania. Just like, and I'm not saying I'm a manic person, but I think that I do. Meg's like, yeah, you are. (laughs) Well, you're also very um, self-aware and you're very like, you have a habit of checking in with yourself and being on top. I overly check in with myself. Yeah, but that's good, especially if you feel like you are manic. I think there's such thing as too much self-care. I agree completely. I think there really is because then you're focusing on yourself way too much and you're thinking about, you become absorbed with yourself. It's narcissistic and you probably get more depressed my mom always tells me it's true if you're ever feeling down and you get to a point in your life where you feel down do some volunteer work do some charity that's what i should do that always makes you feel i've been meditating way too much i went from not meditating at all and i was feeling bad that i didn't have any rituals or structure and i met i started meditating for almost an hour a day oh my god and now i'm just like too much i'm way too in touch with my body and it's scary that's said, the scariest thing about myself. I think I'm way too in touch with my body. I don't think that's a problem. I think it. I think it can be. It can become one. No, because you. Got- Not when you're a fucking slut in the bedroom. Remember <laughs> that? <laughs> Sophia in the last episode was like, "Oh, when I masturbate in my bedroom, I become a fucking slut." Have you ever looked at yourself while you masturbated? 
uh like twice and they, i didn't like it you didn't no i did i like it no i've never gotten hard from myself really whoa my clit's well i was having hard. this conversation with our guest and she was telling me she was like, well, maybe it's because you're looking at yourself and you're seeing what the other person sees. I can't look at my face. I can look at my body. Yeah, my body, my body can turn me like, up. I, I can look can at my face, too. I can rub myself and then be like, this is hot. Maybe I just... When I was dating that girl last summer, I was like, I would get turned on by myself because, like, by looking at myself because I would picture, like, our tits touching. Oh, wow. You know? So it was, like, hot. Wait, there's one thing I want to say. We can't have one fucking episode without talking about something nasty. I know. It has to be. It's the um, easiest thing to talk about for me. So I, lo- for I literally me love talking about it. I could be a sex counselor. You could. A sex therapist. I'd love that. Um, what I was going to say about too much self-care is that I was talking to my therapist about it today. About, like, there's such a thing as, like, I am all on board for self-care and checking in with yourself and, like, making sure you are putting yourself first always and, like, you know, taking care of yourself. But then I was, like, and this is how I felt about myself lately, which is maybe what the psychic read off my face, off my fucking stupid face, uncreative face. Off your picture, off my Facebook picture. picture. (laughs) Off my photo with blurry picture. Is that like too much self-care allows for complacency, I think. And I feel like with myself, I've gotten and you nobody is going to judge me the way I do. And that's fair. But like only I can feel this way. I feel like lately with myself, I've gotten so much into like, I need to make sure I'm like getting enough sleep and taking care of myself and getting that alone time. And it's like. Yeah, but also long term, I care way more about my career. This is really probably just only applying to me. And I'm sorry if it's not relatable. No, but it's relatable. But it's like, I do think there's such a thing as like self-care becoming an excuse for laziness. And I feel like I've gotten into a little bit of a pattern with that of like, I, I am anxious about the risks I have to take in my career. So to, I use the excuse of self-care to avoid them like on the daily basis. And then over time it builds up this bigger anxiety that I'm avoiding something because I am under the guise of I'm taking care of myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? That makes sense. So I agree with you that like being too in touch with yourself, like sometimes maybe you don't need to know. Sometimes maybe you should just, just keep swimming. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think there's any reason to meditate for two like an hour a day <laughs> yeah no i don't that's think that's ridiculous do that. yeah but like hey good for you for having the time yeah and also like psychics if they give you too much good information like the psychic told me that i'm never gonna have to work for money she's like you're never gonna have to work for it and i was like i believe you so i'm not going to oh my god you See, know you could get into that yeah. yeah and i was like well i just got these two tickets and i'm being drained and i'm waiting for that money to come like where is it yeah, you got to get your. Oh my god, um, take it. You got to get your job in the city so that you can. Um, I got to get back to vaginas. You got to get back to vaginas. What I love, what you love. That's what I love. Well, thank you so much for listening to Gufanti Burnett. Thank you so much, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy thanks. Well, it's happy already, belated Thanksgiving. It's already been Thanksgiving when they listen to this. Happy belated Thanksgiving. Happy belated Thanksgiving. We hope you enjoyed our anonymous guest. Thank you for sitting and thank smiling. Thank you so at us. much, Sadie. Pete on sound. Thank you. Th- we're thankful for you this year, everybody. And this is Gufanti Burnett. Subscribe and follow and like and share with your friends. And don't meditate too much. But also love yourself. Good night. Signing off. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs>